Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to Busted Open Podcast, the master's class. We do this each and every Sunday. This podcast drops. Don't forget, please subscribe, comment, like, love, whatever it is for the Busted Open Podcast. And you could also listen to Busted Open Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. And today's topic's a great one. Why? Because we're on the road to WrestleMania. Also, we heard the big return of Stone Cold Steve Austin at this year's WrestleMania. So what we're talking about with Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer, and Mark Henry today is biggest WrestleMania returns throughout the 38-year history of WrestleMania. So... Tommy, what's your biggest WrestleMania return? Well, I'm going to have to go way, way, way back when, when a young Tommy Dreamer was 20 years old. And yes, he was technically in the business. I had a whopping six matches under my belt. But yes, I was still a big fan. Some might say I was a big, big mark. But let me tell you why. Because there was no unsuspecting return in one match and this match was amazing and it was when the lovely miss elizabeth returned to wrestlemania and not only did she return to wrestlemania she was sitting ringside when her husband or ex-husband that hated randy macho man savage with scary sherry the queen in his corner put it all on the line against the ultimate warrior these two men had an amazing, amazing matchup. I like to say probably ultimate, one of Ultimate Warrior's best matches of all time. Randy Savage loses, and he is the top heel in the company, loses the match. And now we're going to see no more Randy Savage. He's forced to retire. And then what happens? Sherry starts kicking the crap out of Randy Savage. She's out of a job. She's pissed off. He lost. And then hopping the guardrail to the joy of the people. Miss Elizabeth comes, grabs uh, Sherry by the hair and throws her out of the ring and the place explodes. But the, the saga and the story continues. Randy Savage is laying down with his head down. He doesn't know what's going on. Every time he feels somebody touch him, he flinches. Then he starts to get up to his feet. And then finally, when he goes and... Miss Elizabeth grabs him one more time. He turns around like he's going to punch her because he doesn't know who was just hitting her. 
the fans start saying, no, 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 it wasn't Elizabeth. It was Sherry. No, no, no. And if you go back and watch it like I just did before we went uh, on the air with this podcast, this is storytelling 101 because the fans are telling Randy what to do. Randy's looking at her. She's begging and pleading. They haven't been together in so, so long. And when they hug, it is one of the greatest moments. And as Bubba and Mark will tell you, we live for these moments. When they hug, the arena goes nuts. Elizabeth, we don't know behind the scenes. There is no thing called the internet. We all feel this is the most genuine reunion of two people that we loved more than ever. And Elizabeth is crying during this segment. And years later, we find out this wasn't uh, how their real life scenario was going at it. But again, no internet and she's lost in this emotion. And one of my favorite points uh, of this entire thing is because Randy Savage, like I said, was the most hated and now he's the most beloved. There was a shot of a kid, maybe between 15 and 17. He's got an ultimate warrior hat and an ultimate warrior wrestling buddy. And he's crying for this embrace. They shot every woman in attendance and they were all crying. There wasn't a dry eye in the house. This pop continued. Randy showed her like he used to show her. And then one of the greatest moments after that, they go to leave the ring and Elizabeth would always hold the ropes open for Randy. Randy pushes her away and he holds the ropes open for her and they walk out together. And it was just an amazing, amazing return. And at that time, none of us saw it coming. You know, it's funny, Tommy, when you're describing it, and I haven't watched WrestleMania 7 in a very long time, but I remember, like, you were talking about him looking at the crowd and then looking at Elizabeth. I just remember those sharp head turns where he'd look at the crowd, then look at Elizabeth, then look at the crowd. Like, it was such a memorable moment. And, yeah, like, we didn't know the behind the scenes. And there were no, there was no internet, and there were no dirt sheets, and were, they weren't all these blogs back then. So you really didn't know what was going on behind the scenes, only what was going on on your TV. And it's funny, Tommy, your WrestleMania big return kind of goes into my WrestleMania uh, big return, and that is the Ultimate Warrior because we didn't see much of the Ultimate Warrior at all over the next year after what we saw at WrestleMania Seven. And if there was internet, or if there was dirt sheets back then, we would be talking about how he walked away and branding rights and financial reasons. And that led to the big return of the Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania 8. Uh, in a match that wasn't a good match at all between Sid Vicious and Hulk Hogan. And then uh, the interference from the outside and, and then Papa Shango comes out. Like it was, it was a complete mess. And actually, Sid Vicious didn't need help because he actually kicked out at two, so he didn't need uh, he didn't need uh, the manager to come out and 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 interfere from the outside. So it was a complete mess. But what saved it is the Ultimate Warrior's return. Nobody saw it coming. He came to save the day to help out Hulk Hogan, and uh, not a great match at all. Probably one of the worst main events in WrestleMania history but led to one of the biggest returns and biggest moments in WrestleMania history with the ultimate warrior. 
Was that in Indianapolis, by the way? Yes, it was in Indy at the Hoosier Dome uh, that year in 1992, Tommy. That's how I remember things. Yes, I remember that run. Oof, great times. You were correct about the Sid versus Hogan match. Not the best, but it was all forgotten when the Warrior returned. It's because Sid and Hogan did too many spots. <laughs> Dude, I mean, the flips, the, uh, the, the flips. High flying, no for no yeah. reason at all, too. Yeah. I mean, when Without Hogan kicked out, when Hogan kicked out of that Canadian destroyer outside the ring on the table that Sid gave him, like, come on now, that's a little too much. Even Kids are a bunch then. of spot monkeys. <laughs> and all of those Hogan super kicks killed the business. Yep. <laughs> but you know, and a lot of people say that it should have been Savage and Flair that main evented that WrestleMania and it probably should have, but obviously the big reason why was because of the return of the ultimate warrior. So Mark, what do you got as the biggest return at WrestleMania? You know, I'm going to have to go with one of the most electrifying, if not the most electrifying wrestlers of all time. Uh, I get, I think it was 2011 WrestleMania 27. It was 27. And WrestleMania, it was yeah, when he hosted, when he hosted, uh, when The Rock hosted WrestleMania, right? And there, there was there was a little bit of a, a buzz about it, but it wasn't like a big confirmed thing because there was a lot of heat between WWE and The Rock at that time. He he wanted to be able to use The Rock, and the WWE was like, "No, we own that." And I think that him coming back uh, was some of the ground uh, that started the process rolling of him actually being able to own the rights to The Rock. So uh, it was a surprise. I I mean, I would have never thought that, you know, with a seven-year hiatus or eight years or whatever it was, that he would come back because of all the turmoil. And... He made that appearance, man, and and he talked forever. <laughs> he talked all the paint dry. He, I mean, I think they had to bump a match. Or, I mean, it, it was a bunch of he he went up there and got a lot of shit off his chest. That was a special moment, and he was like the 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 guest host of WrestleMania. And as we all know, the next night on Monday Night Raw led to the year long build of The Rock and John Cena at WrestleMania 28 in Miami. And that's a, that's another WrestleMania. If you really look at the card, you look at the main event, The Miz and John Cena, you know, not a great main event, but it led to uh, The Rock and John Cena a year later at WrestleMania 28. Plus, like you said, Mark, it's The Rock. You know, you know, right. you know one of the most electrifying superstars in world wrestling entertainment, WWF history. And that really led to one of the biggest main events in WrestleMania history at WrestleMania 28, Rock and John Cena. Causing causing John Cena to to lose and Miz to become champion at WrestleMania, no less. So, yeah, yeah, it was a big deal. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Bully, I know that your biggest WrestleMania return is more recent. Mine is an absolute no-brainer to me. When we were texting about this idea, I think I was the first one to chime in and say, this is who I'm taking. WrestleMania 33, 2017, the Hardy Boys. 
Uh, and not just because I'm a tag team guy and you guys all know that I will always go out of my way till the day I die to protect uh, tag team wrestling. I'm not picking the Hardys just because they're a tag team. I'm not picking the Hardys just because of our history with the Hardys. I'm picking the, Hardy, the, picking the Hardys because of the response to their return. I always say you don't have to watch with your eyes. You just have to listen with your ears to know if something was successful in wrestling or not. Go back and watch the Hardys entrance. The minute the New Day just kind of lay out and there's a silence in the arena and the Hardys music hits and the Tron hits, it's Stone Cold-esque with that response. You got about 65, 70,000 people going absolutely buck wild for a, a homegrown WD, WWE act that will be over until, you know, uh, the, the day they die. Then they hit the ring. They win. They win the tag team championships at their return to WrestleMania. I don't think, I think there's no one bigger night or bigger return for any tag team in history, I believe, than the Hardys at WrestleMania. Now, my memory is not so good. You guys might be able to come up with one or two other things. Their entrance was reminiscent of how great the Road Warriors entrance was at, at, uh, at Wembley. Um, 80,000 people at Wembley making it a lot of noise for the Warriors. But I, I really believe that the Hardys return uh, in 2017 to WrestleMania 33 for me was the most memorable. Maybe the biggest pop, if not the biggest pop in WrestleMania history when they came out at WrestleMania 33. And it was, you knew, but you didn't know. Like a lot of people are hoping to see the Hardys, but you weren't 100% positive you were going to see the Hardys. And Bully, you know, the Hardys wrestled the night before at Ring of Honor against the Bucks. And not only did they wrestle the night before against the Bucks, they went balls to the wall the night before against the Bucks. Lakeland, Florida, at, at ROH's Supercard, they they had a they had their ladder war match, and th they did not go out there and take it easy. As a matter of fact, I remember watching and go, "Geez, Louise, a lot <laughs> of risks." I kind of knew about what was going to happen the next night at WrestleMania. So even I'm saying to myself, damn, you're putting a lot in jeopardy here, but Matt and Jeff don't know how to work any different. Listen, if you meant to get hurt, you meant to get hurt. It's going to happen, whatever you have to go out there and give the people there's money's worth. But uh, yeah, as far as uh, a reaction, Dave, you just said you think it's the biggest reaction in the history of WrestleMania as far as a return is concerned. Yeah, and yeah. I, I was I was in the crowd for WrestleMania 33. And, and, and Bully, you know this, and Tommy and Mark, like I love being in the crowd. And, and you know, I, I was hosting Busted Open at the time. I had a credential to sit in the press box. And I hate sitting in the press box because you can't get a feel for the crowd. You can't hear the crowd in the press area. So I went down into the stadium and I sat with my, my wife and daughter who were there in attendance as fans. And I sat with them and wow. I mean the, that, that pop from that crowd outdoor stadium, you guys know sometimes you can't really get a gauge with an outdoor stadium because there's nowhere for the sound to go, but out of the stadium, it didn't matter. I, I can't remember a crowd being that loud like they were when the Hardys came back at WrestleMania 33. And, and it was for a tag team. And you guys know that, you know, in the WWE, there were three great eras of tag team wrestling, but tag team wrestling always kind of, it never was truly pushed 
to the front burner. It only like was gently nudged up there at times and only spent a little bit of time to the forefront then always gets pushed back. I think the Hardys are a perfect example of when you're over, you're over. It doesn't matter if you're a single star or a tag team and the Hardys uh, have been over since day one. Yeah. You know, it's crazy too. And my, my pick is kind of similar to your pick bully in the way that, you know, when ultimate warrior came back was such a great moment and you're waiting. All right, what's next for the ultimate warrior. This is going to be such a huge return. And it really turned out not to be not nearly as big as we thought it was going to be. And it's the same thing with the Hardys. Like the Hardys came back. They won the tag team titles that night. But I think you would agree that it really didn't pan out the way that a lot of fans were hoping that it was going to pan out with the Hardys return. And it's unfortunate because that night was without a doubt the peak. And it, and I think when you talk about tag team wrestling bully, you saw how the WWE feels about tag team wrestling, because before you knew it, they, they broke them up and you know, it was completely different scenario with the Hardys. Well, you just said it, it the peak. And if you're at the peak, there's only one place to go, and that's down. Yeah. Because you're not going to stay at the, you're not going to stay at the peak, especially when you're a, you know, an act like the Hardys that was coming back, you know, a little bit older ta- uh, tag team at the time, and just not n- not going to be the focal point of a show. And much like every other tag team in the WWE, some way somehow they get split up. But uh, yeah, it's it, climbing the mountain sometimes is easier than staying at the top of the mountain. And, we, and we've seen this before at WrestleMania, like, you know, WrestleMania 33, here's the Hardys coming out, maybe one of the biggest surprise moments in the history of WrestleMania. That next year, I think Matt was in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and, you know, he wasn't nearly where he was the year before. We saw that with, with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30 is in the ultimate main event uh, at WrestleMania 30, and then he's in the opening contest at WrestleMania 31, it's crazy when you, we could do a whole show on, you know, one year to the next year. Go ahead, Tommy. Going to say the best part about it is we're going to see that peak again. I know within my heart and plus we know Tony Khan listens to the master's class and our fan, my fantasy dream match, the young bucks versus the Hardys. When Matt and Jeff get together again, though, that music's not going to hit. It'll be a different version when they get together again the place is going to explode. And that's for myself, bully Mark. That's what we all live for. We live for those moments. And and you know what? And I think too, like WrestleMania 33 was five years ago and five years ago, bully in, in, in here in, in this country, ring of honor was the number two promotion five years ago. And they got a huge crowd for ladder wars. Wait, about 7,000 fans for ladder wars. Nope. Ladder Wars was the first piece of lightning Ring of Honor caught in a bottle for that five-year period. It was about 3,500 fans in Lakeland. Ring of Honor maxed out in New Orleans with Kenny and Cody at 6,000. But still, that was a huge, you know, that was a huge night for Ring of Honor and truly started that, you know, runaway train. And, you know, when you have a runaway train, it's going to catch a lot of speed, but eventually it's going to crash and burn. And that's what kind of what happened to Ring of Honor in that time frame. 
Yeah, and you think about where we are five years later, and and now Ring of Honor has been purchased by Tony Khan. We don't know exactly what Ring of Honor is going to be, but at that time, five years ago, it was the number two promotion. And now we talk about AEW, and we're not talking about 3,000 fans or 6,000 fans. I think what Tommy's saying, like when the Hardys do get back together, it's going to be in front of you know, 10, 12, 15,000 fans. So it's, it's crazy how in the world of pro wrestling, the environment changes, right? The landscape changes. But the one thing that's constant is WrestleMania. And we're going to get some big returns for this year's WrestleMania, WrestleMania 38. And we're talking about surprise returns. I picked the Hardys. You know, that was a surprise at WrestleMania. If I'm AEW, I am not keeping it a surprise. Matt and Jeff will put asses in seats. They will pop a rating. They will, people will buy a pay-per-view for that. I would go to a hot city. Um, I mean, whether you're going to a New York or Philadelphia, a Chicago, yada, yada, even their own backyard of, of North Carolina, I would book the big building and I will announce, and I would announce on this day at this time, the Hardy boys reunite bang right here you're gonna sell tickets screw the surprise at that point thank you for listening to busted opens the masters class again you get this exclusively only on the busted open podcast so make sure you subscribe comment tell your friends it's free and if you got a little extra cash in your pocket well then subscribe to sirius xm and listen to our daily show which is live three hours a day monday through saturday from 9 a.m to noon on sirius xm fight nation channel 156 we'll talk to you next week right here on the Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Mary Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen. And... Sirius XM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.